It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Talk Recorded live. Episode number 151 of the Mothership Broadcast of the WWS Radio Network, WWS Revolution, <clears throat> here for uh, Tuesday, April 26, 2016. This is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw back on the line here with you. And of course, tonight <clears throat> we have, of course, an act, and hopefully we'll have, an, of course, the start of an action packed week here. Uh, <clears throat> of, uh, of course, nothing but uh, big time wrestling talk and also big time wrestling fun. But, of course, like I said, tonight we started off, uh, of course, I'll get to the details here in just a few moments. But before we do that, let me introduce who we have on on thus far here on uh, number 151 tonight. Of course, I have <clears throat> the, the Iceman J.D., Jared Geronimo, of course, a part of the infamous news tag team known simply as King Ice. Uh, <clears throat> he is a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. Also, of course, he is part of Raw Radio, in the Outlook, and Wrestling Revisited. Also here tonight, I have on the chat box here this far from Raw Radio, the first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer, the human suplex machine, John Gross. J.D. and John, welcome, of course, to number 151 of the Mothership Broadcast, WWS Revolution. It's Tuesday night. You know where you're at. Absolutely. And, uh, of course, hopefully... uh, Hopefully, like I said, um, of course, you're keeping up with um, a lot of stuff going on in the world of wrestling. Of course, other things, too. But, I mean, but of course, here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, we keep up with mostly doing one thing, and that is talking about the world of professional wrestling here tonight. <clears throat> of course, our wrestling news and views will be handled here by uh, the Iceman, Jared DiGiorno. We're hoping his partner, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, of course, the, the big-time duo of King Ice, 
will be <clears throat> will be here to will be here to pop on. It was understandable if he cannot make it for any sort of reason. But of course, the human suplex machine John Gross will also have our wrestling history and birthdays here for today. And then, of course, ladies and gentlemen, we'll get right. We'll also dive into some review of last night's Monday Night Raw show. Uh, from hearing earlier reports that the ratings were not that great, but uh, but nonetheless, uh, we'll definitely we'll we will talk about highlight some some key moments that did happen on last night's show. And then, of course, uh, later here this evening, ladies and gentlemen, we may end up simply doing some fancy matchups, some more fancy brackets, heck, even some more. Uh, um, some, some more just general wrestling wrestling talk. So anything we do here tonight, ladies and gentlemen, if you want to dive on in and join our conversations and what we have, have to talk about with myself, J.D., and John, and, of course, hopefully we'll have more come on the line here tonight, feel free to give us a call here, 1-724-444-7444. That call ID, one three eight zero five five pounds and press that one if you want to chime in on anything that myself, J.D., or John, or anybody that's come on here tonight has to say here in the world of professional wrestling. <clears throat> uh, before we get to, like I said, the wrestling news of use, and we're going to do a little bit of a switch here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. He was supposed to machine John Gross. Let's have some wrestling history up for today. But if we will go ahead and start doing that here first and give that a little bit of a shot and see what the uh, <clears throat> see what we have going on here in the, in the wrestling history here for today here provided, like I said, by our resident historian, as we have called him here, the one and only human suplex machine, John Gross. Uh, of course, for this date, April the 26th, I'll go ahead and throw it out there to you. And uh, some interesting stuff here thus far, and uh, he, he's still bringing it up. But I'm going to read what he has. J.D., you might find a lot of this pretty interesting. <clears throat> okay. On this date in 1976, uh, Stan Hansen, who, of course, this past uh, year, uh, this year became a member of the WWE Hall of Fame, beat WWF champion Bruno San Martino via referee stoppage due to excessive bleeding. The title did not change hands due to the match not being won by pinfall or submission. Okay. On this day, 10 years later, in 1986, Hulk Hogan defeated the Macho Man Randy Savage to retain the WWF title. Savage's Intercontinental title was not on the line in this match. Oh, that would have been a historic event if it happened back around then. <laughs> on this day, a couple years later, 1988, the Fantastics defeated the Midnight Express to win the NWA United States Tag Team Championship. On this date, four years later, in 1992, Sid Justice walked out of the, of the WWF due to a disputed drug test result. I did not know that. Oh, that is that's 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 new right there to me, man. Unbelievable. Uh, a couple years later, 1994, on this date, the Head Shrinkers defeated their Quebecers to win the tag team titles. This was the 15th, and this is, you're gonna find this. This is gonna blow you. This is this is gonna blow your mind, JD. This was the 15th and final team managed in the WWF to two WWF tag titles by legendary manager the late Captain Lou Albano. Yes. Teams, that's pretty crazy. And at the same taping, Earthquake defeated Yokozuna in a sumo match. Huh? huh? Bonsai <laughs> <laughs> is right. Earthquake defeated Yoko in a sumo match. Hmm. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. Okay, on this day, 1995, Bob Holly defeated Jeff Jarrett to win the Intercontinental title, but the belt was held up pending the rematch. The rematch happened during the same taping. Jarrett won the match to, to win the held-up Intercontinental title. Hmm. Huh, I did not know that. 
And during the same taping, Triple H made his WWE TV debut, of course, as Hunter Hearst Helmsley. Ah, here's one. Here's one uh, um, that uh, John's brought up here that is near and dear here. On this day in 1998, WWF presented Unforgiven in my, near my neck of the woods in Greensboro, North Carolina. Of course, he says, close to my neck of the woods. Yeah. Thank you very much, uh, John. I do remember this was a great pay-per-view. Um, perhaps probably one of the greatest matches on the card was the first ever Inferno match between The Undertaker and Kane. The dead man was able to get to win by setting his little brother on fire for the second time, which I believe, I was not mistaken, Kane backed into it and his arms got set on fire. I'm not mistaken. Yeah. That was a, that was a great pay-per-view, though, nonetheless. And that's not just because it happened near my neck of woods. It was a great one overall. Absolutely. I do believe, as a matter of fact, that the NWA had a presence during this pay-per-view. I'm not sure. I think the Rock and Roll I Express. Think it was Wyndham or something like that, I want to say. I thought it was the Rock and Roll Express or something. I'm not sure what it was. But I'll have to go back and look at it and see. I've got it on tape here. <clears throat> um, on this date, a year later, in 1999, Sting won the, w- w- won the WCW Championship from Diving Dallas Page but lost the belt two hours later back to Page in a fatal four-way match. That's crazy. Also on the same show, Rey Mysterio defeated Psychosis to win the Cruiserweight title. But on the same night, on, uh, on the same night in, uh, <clears throat> in the WWF on Monday Night Raw, of course, here's, here's another infamous moment in history. I think we all remember this. Stone Cold Steve Austin saved Stephanie McMahon from the Black Wedding. I remember yeah, I this. I played a clip of that yesterday on Raw Radio, actually. Of that. Uh, is that what that was? Okay. I was wondering what that was. Uh, and here's the story, by the way. He's got the story. At the end of Backlash, the Undertaker had done this to Stephanie McMahon on Raw. Mr. McMahon waited for the Undertaker to release Stephanie. Undertaker demanded ownership of the WWF in exchange for in exchange for Vince McMahon to get Stephanie back, but wanted Stone Cold Steve Austin to sign the papers. McMahon entered the ring and told Austin that he needed him. Austin told McMahon the kisses, you know what. Undertaker would follow through on his promise and brought Stephanie to the ring to the ring to the ring in a black wedding. I can't talk tonight. Mm. Big Show and Ken Shamrock attempted to make the save, but they were thwarted by the ministry. Then Steve Austin came out to make the save, stopping Stephanie crap I can't talk tonight. Stopping Stephanie McMahon from being married to the Undertaker. Okay, there you go. <clears throat> Uh, and then, and I do believe I'm not, and okay, okay, John. But if I'm not mistaken, also Vincent Man ran to the ring after this happened. It was Stephanie Man, I think, hugged Stone Cold, and Stone Cold was kind of hesitant about hugging back. I think. Yeah, he and, uh, did toss and thank you, and Austin was leery of that, however. But uh, Paul Bear was the minister. You may kiss your bride, and then uh, he beat the crap out of Taker pretty good that night. Oh yeah, it was a good encounter though. I love. I'm, I'm, I've watched it a couple times on YouTube. It's not too bad. Yeah, I remember it was one of the best moments around. Oh, yes, absolutely. On this day, and John's got more to say, on this day, 2004, Lance Storm announced his retirement. Ah, he now has the Storm Academy up in Canada. Oh, yeah, okay, so that was shortly afterwards he he started. That's one thing I've noticed. A lot of them start these wrestling schools after they retire from the ring. Mm -hmm. That's pretty interesting. It's fascinating. Yes. It's, no, that's why I'm the fence there. On this date in 2009, the Dunkin' Donuts Center in Providence, Rhode Island, of course, backlash occurred, and there were three title changes. Christian won the ECW title, 
Randy Orton won the WWE title, and Edge defeated John Cena to win the World Heavyweight title. Okay. Mm, excuse me. In 2010, WWE presented another draft lottery. Eight selections were made. Hmm. Let's see what we got here. John, whenever you're, whenever you're ready there, bud, you go ahead and listen. Kelly Kelly, The Big Show, Kofi Kingston, and Christian all moved to SmackDown. And there's been some talks while he's doing this. There's been some talk that they're possibly bringing this idea back. Is that is that something yeah, you've heard? Yeah, I'm doing the summer, Howard, depending on what happens after uh, this Sunday's whole thing with Shane and Stephanie. All right, so it depends upon who's going to be given control of Raw. Is yeah. that That's how they're going to – I see. Okay. John Morrison, R-Truth, Edge, and Chris Jericho were all moved to Raw. Okay. Okay. In 2014 – Marshall Aaron Mayer had died of cancer. Marshall Aaron Mayer. Where have I heard that name before? That name is familiar. I've heard that name. John, who, John, if you don't mind me asking, John, who is? Can you specify as to who, who, who Mr. Mayer is? Because we we have no idea as to who that is. And why he 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 actually also informed us we have a John believes he was John oh wait a minute wait a minute John believes that he was a WCW commentator or an interviewer Lee Marshall maybe is it Lee Marshall no no I thought Lee Marshall I thought he died last year yeah Lee Marshall died last year Marshall Aaron Mayer uh. We'll have, to, we'll have to find out about this guy. Yeah. <clears throat> while he's uh, while John while John finishes up with his stuff, I'll, I'll uh, let me let me type that name in. Yeah, see if we can find I'll, out. I I I like to I like to know who this is. I've heard it too, but I just can't. It's right. I just can't. Yeah, I mean, he was somehow involved with WCW. Wait a minute! Wait a minute! No, it is. No, 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 no. We're no, no, we're right. We said it right. You said it right the first time. Lee Marshall. It's Lee Marshall. There you what? Go. Wait a minute! I thought he died. I, I, I didn't think he. I thought it was last okay. too. Okay, 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 okay. I got it right here. Yeah. No, it was. It was. It was April of last year when he died. It was. No, it was fourteen. I thought it was last year. Yeah, so it was two years ago. It was it was two years ago. Okay. So now he, he died. Of, he died of uh, uh, esophageal. Oh cancer. crap! I can't pronounce cancer. He was sixty four years old, but yeah, he was uh, he was born in L A. Yep. Of course, he was an announcer. Of course, in uh, AWA and WCW, and then also he did the women. Also part of a thing called Women of Wrestling. Yeah, I think it was Glow. No, it was called Wow Women of Wrestling. Oh, that's right. Wow, I'm thinking of the other one. Yeah, Wow Women of Wrestling. Yeah, John, he was actually Lee Marshall. I I didn't know that was his real name. I thought Lee Marshall was his real name. Yeah, I thought it was too. But now we now, now we, know. we know. Okay, there you go. And John, you said you have a birthday you wanted to report. Yeah, I do. Uh, 
And he actually gave us a clue. He said today, the, the birthday he has is a big red birthday today. Yes. I think we, uh, and I, hold on. Ah, uh, yes, Glenn Jack was better known to everyone as Kane, the big red, big red machine. How old is he today, John? I actually know. Okay, yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm not trying to steal your son. I don't know. I'm knowing John reported, though. I'm just saying I know. Remember, you have your department. He has his. You'll you'll be surprised when you find out, though. (laughs) you got to be kidding me. (laughs) Today he turned 49 years old. Yeah. Can you wait (laughs) one year away from 50? One year. To next year he'll be... And then John said, "That's all he's got for us." John, thank you very much for providing us well, well, with the red, lesson. Red, uh, what is it? Red velvet cake, however, shall we say? Uh, just, <laughs> yeah, and make sure you have plenty of candles. Ooh, no, don't light too many of them. Now that makes yeah. too much fire. Fire. Okay. Yeah, John, thank you very much here for providing us with the. Uh, um, at least it's better than saying May nineteenth. Ooh. Okay. Anyway, <laughs> you, you you remember that skit? Okay. Yeah. Uh, Okay, and uh, John, thank you very much for providing us with the rest of history and birthdays here for this evening. <clears throat> a whole lot there to remember here, too, and uh, so we learned something here in this today, too. And that's, that's the beauty of all this. You get to learn things here, guys, here in the radio network. And things you did not know happened or real names of people. So who knows? I might use that in a trivia question one day. I'm not sure. Anyway, <clears throat> I have not heard anything from... Uh, um, King N.W.O. Gerard T. Smith, uh, and yeah. So, J.D., if you have any any little bit uh, you wish to report, please go ahead and uh, go ahead and bring it bring it to the table here tonight to see what we have going on. Well, we got two or three stories to report. First off, of course, as announced last night on Raw, we now have two more matches announced for the payback show this Sunday including Baron Corbin versus Dolph Ziggler, and in the warm-up, it'll be Kalisto versus Ryback in Chicago. Uh, as we said earlier, before the show tonight, and I mentioned on uh, Revisited tonight, Raw Reigns were very, very disastrous last night to a 2-2. Uh, not very good news to report there. Mm-hmm. And uh, other than that, however, uh, we keep hearing John Cena, of course, plans on returning, however, around Memorial Day, so we're know that he will be returning at the end of May, as it was announced last night, so we do not know who his first opponent will be against yet. And as right. you know, we haven't heard anything lately about Bray Wyatt. Uh, we're waiting to hear still, we still haven't been able to confirm how long Bray Wyatt will be out of action. However, I mean, maybe he'll be back this week, maybe on SmackDown, possibly, uh, which they're taping tonight, obviously, in uh, Manchester, New Hampshire right now, but at this point, you're going to as good as mine. And then tomorrow night on NXT... You can see the full Samoa Joe Finn Balor match that happened last week, as they will show that match at the, uh, in which uh, Balor, of course, dropped the title last week to Samoa Joe at the house show in, I believe it was, uh, yeah, Lowell, Massachusetts, where it was. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah. Uh, <clears throat> thank you very much, Virginia, for providing us with some resolution tonight. Not a whole lot there tonight, but that's quite all right. At least I said we're, we're made well aware of some things. With the we appreciate that. And once again, John, thank you very much for providing us with the rest of history and birthdays here for tonight. And like I said, ladies and gentlemen, there's a lot of things here about listening to these shows after after we get done doing them. 
that you can go back and learn. So, hey, there you go. So we found out one interesting thing tonight, so there you go. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. This is episode number one hundred and fifty one of the of the Mothership broadcast of the Radio Network WWS Revolution. I'm of course Mr. WWS Chad Hinchall back on the line here with you. <clears throat> Joining me here thus far here this evening is on the chat box tonight the Human Supposed Machine John Gross, of course from Raw Radio. He's also for the first two thousand sixteen WWS Hall of Famer. And also on the line here with me this evening is the Iceman J.D. Jerry Geraldo, of course, one half of the team known as King Ice. <clears throat> he is, of course, from Raw Radio in the Outlook and Resident Visit. He is also a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer. <clears throat> uh, well, while we, like I said, hopefully we'll have some more folks dive on in here um, and, uh, and, and join us here momentarily. Uh, I actually looked at a couple of pieces of... Uh, of clips from Raw last night. Uh, my Direct TV is working, but it's not still not working well. So I, I did not take a chance with it last night, unfortunately. But I did hear some interesting things that did happen. Uh, but uh, of course, uh, John, I'm sure you have. If you have any thoughts on the things about, please feel free to post them here, and uh, and I will read them off to everyone here uh, tonight. Uh, and I'll first off start with uh, the Iceman here, so you can give us his thoughts and opinions. About last night's raw show, which, like I said, JD, you did report that the ratings were not were not great. It was only like two two, I think, is what you said. Yeah, two two. Kind of down 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 big time here. Uh, uh, there, there there may be some factors involved with that. We're not sure. But uh, JD, your overall thoughts and opinions overall about last night's raw show? Well, of course, they were going up against a lot last night, Dancing with the Stars, obviously the voice, of course, the big playoff hockey game between Chicago and St. Louis, obviously, but a lot of people watching that as the Blues uh, took out the Blackhawks and denied them a chance to go back to the Cup and, of course, the NBA players. But, yeah, last night's show in uh, Hartford, I mean, it wasn't a bad show. I mean, it started out pretty well with Shane doing his thing, and, of course, Stephanie, the bimbo, had to come out and run her yap, of course, saying she's Hartford's favorite kid. It's like, really, do we need to hear that crap? However, I don't think we did. But it was nice to see Shane uh, take security and uh, tell security to tell Stephanie to leave the ring, however. And, of course, that set up, of course, the big thing for later on the night, which they announced on the show that this Sunday we're going to see Vince decide who will be running Raw, Shane. Uh, the first match, of course, was AJ and Sheamus, of course. However, I like AJ. I mean, AJ did pretty well here. And again, throughout the night, AJ played the uh, somewhat innocent person saying, however, he had nothing to do with the Bullet Club taking out the Usos or anything like that, or even Roman Reigns last week. And uh, obviously, of course, the Usos would take on the Bullet Club of Carl Anderson and Doc Allis later in the night, which was one of the better matches of the night. Uh, the main event, of course, was Dean Amber, or was uh, Roman Reigns taking on Alberto Del Taco, Del Rio, if you will. Of course, it seems like they finally split up the League of Nations for good because uh, apparently we saw none of the uh, League of Nations with each other at ringside. Of course, uh, Sheamus was by himself earlier in the evening. And, of course, Rusev came out later in the night with uh, his uh, lovely fiance, as I like to call her, the blonde bimbo, if you will, however. The Bulgarian bimbo, I should say, Lana, taking on Sami Zayn. That was a pretty good match. Uh, there was really a couple crap matches, obviously, however, mind you, however. One of them, of course, being the Divas Affair. I mean, there was no Pecky, no Paige, no Sasha at all. Instead, the only Divas match the entire night you saw was a two-minute total joke of a match involving Natty 
and Emma, which was really just a farce. Uh, all in all, however, it could have been a better show, I thought. I mean, they should have done a lot more hype, obviously, but uh, I think they kind of really dropped the ball this week, and hopefully uh, on SmackDown this week they'll be able to pick back up and maybe get a, a decent rating heading to payback. But uh, with uh, payback looming as Sunday, Heller and Extreme Rules in less than three weeks, however, and some of the people returning soon, like Cena and Rollins and Orton, hopefully the ratings will start to go up again. But I don't know. I mean, it's going to be interesting to see what happens Sunday in Chicago, but all in all, it could have been a better show, I thought. That's what I thought. Okay, uh, J.D., thank you much for your uh, great, uh, great opinion about uh, about last night's Raw. Uh, John, if you have any thoughts, I definitely will, please, like I said, just jump, just uh, uh, bring them to our attention and uh, <clears throat> and uh, let, us, let us know uh, see, see what you have to say here in terms of uh, your opinion, sir, about uh, last night's Raw. And while he's getting that up, ladies and gentlemen, let me go ahead and let you know a few key announcements here. Of course, JD did mention. Uh, <clears throat> um, of course, uh, this uh, this Sunday uh, um, evening, of course, is will be of course WWE Payback. Uh, of course, uh, Sunday afternoon, I believe I, I believe I did say five o'clock that we will have our prediction show for WWE Payback 2016. Of course, the panel way too tough to handle will be giving us uh, our, giving their thoughts and opinions. Uh, <clears throat> On the on on uh, who they on the, who they think will win each match. Of course, as always, uh, don't be surprised if you hear two or three little bets being made here between several of our members. Uh, uh, of course, that is that is uh, one little thing here on the like I said uh, the shows of uh, on the shows here at the radio network. You know, we do talk about the bets that are always made during pay per view time, uh, what have you, but. Uh, Nonetheless, uh, be sure to join us, like I said, at 5 o'clock uh, this, Sunday after, this Sunday afternoon for, <clears throat> like I said, the uh, um, <clears throat> for the preview show, for prediction show for the Daily Payback 2015, special edition of Revolution this Sunday. Of course, uh, of course, call the number is always 138055-pound, <clears throat> and it'll be 1-724-444-7444, as always. Uh, uh, John, uh, before I go... Make any more announcements, John? Wanted to go and th- he's got some uh, thoughts uh, here about uh, about the show here. When I and first off, when I talked about Kane, of course, it's Kane's birthday being today. When I said a little while ago about May nineteenth, he said, "If you say May nineteenth, Kane could listen to this broadcast and he could come to your studios." <laughs> I said, oh, "Okay, I'll be careful about that, John. Thank you very much for that reminder." <clears throat> but I remember that I remember that skit thoroughly. with someone. Had the yellow T-shirt with the dates written all over it. That was hilarious. Oh boy, that was bad. Anyway, uh, three three points of view John has about the, about last night's Raw. He said it wasn't a bad show. He said the Usos versus the the Bullet Club was good. Uh, he agreed with you, JD. Of course, that the Divas match was the worst match of probably the whole night between Natalia and Emma. Yep. Uh, and uh, and also he dropped another good point too, and. I said, this is one part I watched on YouTube. I think they would have done more for this, but they didn't. The China tribute. Yeah. Yeah. And, and John said, did you notice that no one was standing up for this? No, they, they, they didn't stand up. And what's more, they just showed people tweeting out messages, and they showed, like, a picture of her at the start of the show in memory of this. 
And then they could have cut into the arena, however, let the people stand up and applaud. They didn't do that at all. I, I thought that was absolutely classless and totally uh, arrogant by WWE doing that. Right. I mean, I mean, you had you had so many superstars out there, everybody from Shawn Michaels to The Rock to Stone Cold to um, uh, heck, heck, even I'm sorry, heck, even uh, surprisingly, you know, Triple H and uh, Stephanie. Of all people, I mean, you were, to that right there really got me. Yeah. See, why, I mean, the thing about it is I would have thought they would never, kind of like the Benoit syndrome. I thought they would never mention China's name on WWE shows ever again. Yep. But, but, uh, but, uh, um, let me see, who else was I said? Stone Cold, Shawn Michaels, The Rock, Triple H, uh, Stephanie Big Show said something. Fresh. Uh, uh, Christopher Wine and Charlotte. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, some of your newest talent. Becky Lynch. They, they all did. They had yes, they showed respect. I mean, I mean, I'm glad to see that the new talent showed respect. Showed showed respect to what uh, showed respect. You know that to to a diva that really to someone that really paid the way for them. I mean, she really did. I mean, she. Re- I mean, my personal opinion, she really did. She took on the, some of the bad. I mean, Trish Stratus even said something on here. Mick Foley, says, Hulk Hogan. Yeah. I read that over the weekend. Yeah. Hulk Hogan showed a. She gave his sent his condolences out. Yep. I hate to gear all this for a minute. I gotta say this. Hulk Hogan. I read this. Uh, you know, came out saying that uh, that he was that he got the chance the opportunity to meet China. And you know that it was very, very. Uh, it you know, he, did, he did something. She did something for his kids one time, so he was always he was grateful for that. Mick Foley, same thing. Uh, no, it was very, very. Uh, Shane did. Uh, yeah, yeah, Shane, Shane did. Yeah, I remember the picture they showed RVD. Yeah, I saw RV, RVD. I, I mean, they so everyone had a opinion, but with they just were totally classless of not going into the arena. And letting everyone stand up and applaud. I mean, that was stupid by the booking. Well, they should. Well, they should have. I mean, WWE should have been a lot more. And what they should do, you know, what they should do is that just because of what all that has transpired here recently does not should not give any sort of reason or excuse for WWE to do at least do something special. Say, like on the network, for example, show some of her greatest moments. Show some of her greatest matches. Yep. Show, just show, and do, do like a whole week or day dedicated to nothing but but, but China. Exactly. I mean, go to matches. Go to the moments with Eddie. Go back with Jericho. Go back with DX. Do something. Yeah, and you think about what, you think about the number of times Chavo said something. Oh, yeah. And it all, it all stemmed back. The one thing he brought up each time, now, now don't get me wrong, I'm glad they all said something they didn't they didn't like as if she they didn't forget her as if she was a faint memory or something. But I'm I'm glad that they said something. Don't get me wrong about that part of it. But here here here, here but here's the thing. Here's the thing. One day I saw Ch- in Chavo's tweets or comments, whatever you whatever you want to call it, uh-huh. he said he said flat out that well one thing I, that really caught me though, I really liked it though, uh-huh. to be honest with you, was the fact that he said 
that, you know, Eddie has now welcomed his mama Cena into heaven with open arms. I saw I, that. I, I, read that. I saw that. That was great. That was fantastic. That was fantastic. I mean, yeah, but the thing about it, at least these people who worked with him, who worked alongside her or, some, about her. or around the time that she was involved with wrestling, we'll say, yeah. Yeah. had enough had enough decency and respect and honor to go online in some capacity and say something. Especially did not did not bring up anything about what happened to her in recent memory, but brought up some of the best moments, the best time that 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 it had, you know, that what with her being involved. And you know what? Now what what you now what you said about what was done on Raw? Yes, I agree. But the the one part you can't take away from is the fact that at least they didn't let her fade off like 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 a fog in London. Okay, they they made sure absolutely one hundred percent certain. That you know they they would do their their best to keep her memory alive in some in some capacity, and not and not and not bring up a lot of all that has happened to her in recent memory. Yep. I mean that, but I will give them that. But that's the only thing that we will give them. But it's like you said, they could have done a little bit more, especially at last night. And, I mean, did they do this for honor? Did they, did they do something for Boss Mahoney? Mm-hmm. They didn't. And, they didn't even say anything about him. Really, that's what I mean. I mean, I mean, I know. I mean, I know they probably they wouldn't bring up a whole, bring up a whole, a bunch of you know, for like every single super, someone, everyone involved with wrestling, you know, passing away and all that. Yeah. But at least, at least, you know, at least say something about them in yeah. some respect because they, because in, even in the tiniest, and JD, you may, you may agree with this, you may not, and that's and. I respect your thoughts. I respect your thoughts and opinions on this. Sure. I'm gonna say one thing: every single one involved that was involved have been involved with wrestling over the years, regardless of, of, of how much they contributed, no matter how big or no matter how small. If we end up one day losing them and all that, you cannot drop them like a bad habit. You yeah. have to say something because they they gave what they could to this business and. You know that's why this, and, and in some ways that's why the business kept changing over and over. It's because each of these people made contributions in some respect, and a lot of things were changed, altered, and also because of what they did. And a lot of it was for the better, and that's the way that we and we owe them that much. We owe them that much, and I mean, you know, especially like I said, but this and in China, my personal opinion was one of them. So I'm not about to let her fade off. Yeah, I'm. We'll, we'll we'll bring we'll bring her up in fantasy matchups and oh yeah. Uh, we may do another thing. And, and, and the announce team did last night. I mean, even Saxon talked about. It. Cole talked about. Gene Kelly even acknowledged it too. It was good to see them acknowledge it. Even. Yeah, I mean they briefly in that, but I'm sure they briefly, they didn't like say it all the time. They briefly they briefly acknowledged. It. They didn't say, go into a small detail. Like for example, like me, I'm sure Michael Cole had. Some memories of it. I'm sure he wanted to talk about, it, but he, I'm sure he didn't bring it up. Yeah. JBL, I'm sure it was the same way. But they, but did they, did, they, did they go into the details about it? No, they didn't. They did all they did was say, "Well, watch this video montage to the one and only China or what ha- what happened." I mean, that's pretty much all they did. I mean, so on that note, my personal opinion and JD, you did some of that best. Yeah. WWE should could have done a little bit more. Yeah. However, I was glad to hear the outpouring. Of respect from those who she worked alongside for so many years, yep. you know, despite if they were friend or foe, uh-huh. everybody gave her 
the props that she rightfully deserved, and that part of it was tremendous. That was great. I mean, that's all. I, that's I, and I and I loved it. I personally loved it. My personal opinion. Yes, sir. I mean, you got. That's that's all we got to say. That's all, guys. I mean, that's and John had one more quick thing, uh, a point of view about the deal with uh, the Bullet Club and AJ Styles. Now he he has a, a, an opinion that AJ and the Bullet Club are working somehow together. He don't know how. Yeah. Um, I mean, well, your take on your take on what John has got to say here. It's possible, like we said. I mean, we could see Finn Balor maybe show up this Sunday in Chicago or maybe next Monday night in St. Louis, and then we're going to see maybe AJ say, oh, I suckered you guys in the whole time. However, I mean, you believed in me as the phenomenal one, Howard, and I brought my friends in. I mean, you've said, I said all the time they were my best friends, Howard, but now look who has the last laugh, however, so to speak. I mean, it could go that way. Right, exactly. I mean, the thing about it is, I mean, would it be a double whammy? Now, let me ask your opinion about this. Would it be a double whammy if it was both of them? Uh, it's possible. It's very Maybe. possible. I mean, like I said, they, they want to do something, Howard. I mean, at the same time, Howard, you, I mean, Roman last night was booed literally right out of the arena in Hartford last night. They booed him, and there's like only 12,000 people there. But the thing is, though, however, if, mm-hmm. you, if you turn both of them, however, and then what do you, I mean, you're running out of faces then, because until Randy Orton returns, until John Cena returns, Howard, who's going to be that top face, though? I mean, he's still relying on Dean Ambrose to be that top face? It's possible. Mm, sure, yes. That's a real good possibility. Uh, I do want to make one quick note here while we were talking. I did want to interrupt a while, and this is while J.D. was giving his raw review, that I did get word from the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds, that because of a storm that's hovering around her part, her neck of the woods, she's not going to be able to make it on this evening. So, Michelle, we understand, and uh, uh, we want you to be stay safe, and hopefully we'll talk to you here, hopefully uh, tomorrow night, uh, here on the uh, Wednesday edition of Revolution. Uh, <clears throat> um, but, um, I mean, I mean, if you kind of pose that for just a second, uh, uh, what got what what gets what would get me is uh what what if like I said there that you know how WWE would tend to try to keep the fans in suspense and surprise the fans. Yeah, they've done that a whole they've done that here recently though. If you think yeah. about it, what if that was the case though? I mean, would that mean? Let me ask. Let me, let me, let me rephrase that. Let me rephrase that. Right. Say if they, say if they did that. Yeah. Your opinion? Would it work? I think so. They need a shake up. I mean, obviously with some of these part timers, however, on their own schedules like the Brock Lesnar and the Takers, however, they need to have some of their guys back. I mean, yeah, they got Cesaro back now, which is a good thing, and it's a start. They're getting guys healthy again. They're gonna have to go down to the Magic Well in NXT or some of these other federations and bringing some talent. But also they're going to have to trim some of the fat off, however, because some of these guys, however, are lucky that they're even still in the company. And the guys I mentioned that are still lucky that even have jobs, you look at guys, however, who should either hang it up or just really decide to just to go elsewhere. I mean, guys in point are like Zach, I mean, I hate to say it, guys like Zach Ryder, Howard, Damian Sandow, uh, R-Truth, I mean, Gold Dust. I think it starts yeah. start really... So you got to cut back on your roster, Howard. You have too many people that are filling up your roster like crazy, and it's just a shame 
that TNA is so bad, however, that they're barely clinging to life. Ring of Honor is still up and down at times. But right now, there's no one else, however, they can turn to, and it's a shame. It, 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 it is. Um, but the thing about it is, you know, WWE's, to me, and I hate to say this about this company because I've watched every single thing involving with them for for a long time, ever since, of course, the World Wrestling Federation, which I still I still prefer to, prefer to call it that anyway, rather than I know I know you can't, but I mean that's just my personal opinion. Sure. But anyway, you know I hate to see, would hate to see it suffer and go under. You know, kind of like what how kind of like, you know, like what, what happened with WCW, mm-hmm. and you know with, with the fact that TNA is on the ropes. Yeah, uh, it's no telling what what Ring of, Ring of Honor status is. I mean, has I mean, has WWE run out of, you know, you know? I mean, the Shane the Shane McMahon angle seems to be the only thing here thus far, in my personal opinion, that has saved WWE, yeah. that has kind of brought back up to, from uh, from you know near near failure. I mean, John's even saying right here WWE will never go under, and that may be the case, John. But you got to think about it though. Yeah. Yeah, you you got you got to watch. Hold on, I'm sorry, JD. You got to watch those ratings. So, like you reported, like all what you just told us tonight, JD. Yeah. Like rather than one night, what was it like two eight two nine, and next, and then tonight, for example, it's two two. Right. I mean, I mean, the thing about it is, they are finding it more and more, in my personal opinion, here extremely difficult to keep to keep a great to do a to do a great show. And they don't know if the show was good or not until after it's all over with. Yeah. I mean, how how in the world do you, I mean I mean how how do you know all that? I mean that that's that's the one thing that I personally would like to you know you know know get a take on here. I mean, what, I mean how, how do we? I mean, how how do I how the world do you know that until like because you, my personal opinion, you they don't until like I said the show is over with. I mean, especially like Raw, SmackDown, the pay-per-views, um, you know, like some of the stuff on the network. I mean, I mean, I'm sure had the stuff on the network probably hasn't worked out that well. I'm not sure, but I mean, but has WWE cried about it that much? You haven't heard them say anything bad about it. No, I personally haven't heard anything. I know you probably haven't heard anything either. No. But, but that, but my personal, my personal opinion is, they may, and I like I said, John. Yes, WWE may never go under, per se, because if they did, then you wouldn't have any wrestling to watch. Period. Except unless you got a bunch of tapes and DVDs out there, which you know, of course, like for example, I've got a pretty big collection. But still, yeah, and of course you got. Yeah, I'm sure yours is good too. And I'm not taking anything away from you. Yours is good too. I'm sure. But I've got an impress on it. And just re- and I mentioned on Raw Radio yesterday, I actually. Obtained a copy of WrestleMania 31. So hey, I got the best newest one I've got. <laughs> so, the newest DVD I got is that one. So. I think the thing uh, is with WWE though is I mean yes they're trying to bring up the younger talent, but also at the same time they're also going I and mean, they realize they have no competition left out. But sometimes they're also realizing, however, that some of the things however they're going back to the well like they did back in the Attitude Era, and they're trying to make sure people who grew up not watching the Attitude Era or even the earlier stuff. They're thinking now this is going to work, and yes, yeah, some of it may work, but not all of it, though. You're right, and that's a very that's a very good point. That's a very good point. But like I said, they've got to, like I said, just start 
my personal opinion, again, they're going to have to... St- John, don't worry about the sound bites, but you, you did fine yesterday. Don't worry about it. Don't worry about it. <clears throat> but anyway, uh, my like I said, just 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 saying this that you know, they're I've said this all along, but they're, you know they're kind of recycling old ideas, but they're that they're revamping them for them to work with your newer superstars, and now half of them may have may have worked somehow, and I, I don't think you can actually fool. The wrestling, the WWE universe, as they call the wrestling fans. Yeah, I don't think you can fool them at all. <coughs> Excuse me, because not even I mean, guys like you and me and Gerard, guys like that, that who have been looking at wrestling for years, have seen have seen similar things happen, like you said during the times of the Attitude Era and WCW and all that. That you know they're just they decide just to the the for their for the new folks to bring in now uh, and to use now. now. But as I said before, half of them has not worked, unfortunately. <laughs> and, and but, 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 but still, for some odd reason, they continue to use it. So I don't, they continue to go that way. And I, I don't know if this is, I don't know whose call this is. I don't know if this is Vince's. I don't know if this is Stephanie's. I don't know if this is Triple H's. I don't know whose it is. But they, I think they won't, <coughs> they're trying to place, like I said, how would this new superstar do in this old angle or something? Or similar to this angle, so to speak. So, but like I so said, we always have to wait and see what WWE is going to do. But, I mean, for the most part, I mean, something fresh would, would work, will work, should work, needs to work, my personal opinion. Yeah. I mean, the thing about it is, unless you decide to go a little bit past your PG sort of thing, WWE, I mean, I don't think you'll be able to get a whole lot of response. You need to actually bring that, a little bit of that back, just a little bit, and you might see somewhat of an improvement. Because, you know, back during the day, I mean, keep in mind about how brutal it got. And keep in mind about the number of fans that you had around that time. I mean, we, they t- they still talk about all the big time moments, like, like I said, when Mick, Undertaker threw Mick Foley off the, the cell at King of the Ring in '98. Um, oh gosh, uh, I can remember another match. I think it was 1999. Fully loaded, talking about the Undertaker, when Undertaker was doing the Ministry of Darkness thing, him and him and Stone Cold in their first blood match. Even Brock and Mick Foley at Royal Rumble that one year, however. Yeah, the I quit. I mean, of course, the most brutal thing, the most recent brutal thing, I'll tell you the truth, that I've seen, and, and there might be, you might have a different moment, J.D., and that's fine. The one I remember, <coughs> excuse me, I have a frog in my throat. Judgment Day, 2005. Cena, JBL, WWE title match, I quit match. I think the one that sticks out for me has to be within the last couple of years, maybe something like, say, uh, that was intense and really, uh, I mean, it was probably maybe the, the Hell in a Cell match, maybe not this past year, but a couple of years ago, when it was maybe, say, Triple H and uh, The Undertaker or something like that, you know? Yeah, now that's right, too. Yeah, yeah, uh, John's got WrestleMania 25, uh, Undertaker versus HBK in 2009. Yeah, the first yeah. year, and then the rematch the next year, right? Yeah, so. It has, yes. 
has gone up a little bit with the attitude error in a way, however, because they've added more more at stake, and then you got the money in the bank matches, and those uh, take a toll on you, and, and, really, and you got TLC pay-per-view, Survivor Series. I mean, a lot has uh, changed in the last 10, 15 years. Yes. I mean, they tried to keep the spirit of that going, but the thing about it is, the spirit, I mean, now I don't mean any disrespect here when I say this, but the spirit is not going to is is not going to is not going is is not going to give any ratings here. You've got to actually make any make any and all attempts to you know kind of repeat that success in some capacity because, like I said, if you don't, you know it's just going to fall through. I mean, John even brought up another one, WrestleMania 28 between Taker and Triple H in 2012. That's the rematch, yeah. Mm-hmm. The rematch. That was a great match. I mean. I mean, I mean, how do you think the superstars, especially those who was around during like the time like we talked about the Attitude Era, some of them who are not wrestling anymore, and some that some that that do from time to time, like like we said, Triple H, Undertaker, and all them. Mm-hmm. You know, how do they? I mean, how do you think they feel now, seeing the WWE in this situation? I think they're thankful in a way, but at the same time, they wanted. Keep going as long as they can, but their bodies won't let them. No, what I'm talking. No, I mean I understand that. I'm not. I'm not talking about they don't have to be involved in it. Oh, I mean, what I'm saying is the way that it's going now. I That's think, what I'm talking. I think they want to see the. Fu- I mean, see the future kids uh, get that opportunity because uh, see what they can bring to the table. I mean, when they right, grew, exactly. when they were younger, however, they grew up idolizing the old legends, however, and it was their mm-hmm. time. Now it's the younger generations like Finn Bowers and Sami Zayn and Samoa Joe's the AJ Styles of the world, and it's like, okay, what can you prove to me, Dean Ambrose? What can you prove to me, uh, Baron Corbin? Something like that. Prove it. Yes. Show me what yes. you can bring. You were brought up from NXT into the main roster to prove yourself. You Now you need to really, really do it. I mean, they need to really, really step up. I mean, who have they brought up here recently? They brought up who? You mentioned Baron Corbin. You brought up, I think, for example, Enzo and Cass. Yes. They brought up the Vault Villains. Uh, like you said, uh, Finn Balor is, is due to come up here at some point. Um, and the women I mean, you got like Charlotte, Sasha, I mean Becky. Right. So right. Somewhere down the road, is supposed to be bringing Bailey up here, and exactly. when they bring Bailey up here, it's going. I'm sure we're really going. It's going. Really, it's really going to be a spitfire. In my personal opinion. Oh, yes, yes, really is. Yeah. I, I can't wait for that myself. I mean, I love to see that. I watched a clip. You might know what I'm talking about. That there was a there was of course uh, the friendship in NXT between Finn Balor and Bailey. I'm sure everyone has oh, been yeah, well done. Okay. Yeah, yes. You remember when Finn Balor was injured? Yeah. That Bailey came out, went went back to the back and came out mm-hmm. to Finn Balor's entrance music. Yeah, and Finn did Bailey's entrance because they're really. And then, and then Finn Balor returned the favor when he was better. Yeah. Came out to Bailey's. And Bailey was standing there watching the, the whole thing happen, and then but she came out and still wore a shirt that said Balor Club on the front of it. Right. And so, and so like so like I said, I mean, but but I mean moments like that and all that you know are, you know are I even saw one in which Finn Balor and Bailey were doing a dirty dancing routine. Oh, that was sweet. I like that. Man. Yeah. They even played the, the song from Dirty Dancing, which I thought was not bad. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, thought was, I think they did that match in 
that was either in Philadelphia or I think it was somewhere in like Florida somewhere. I think it was either West Palm or uh, maybe it was in uh, Orlando. Like, uh, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, I think I know where it said. I'll have to look that up and see. I'll check that out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. But in the meantime, but like I said before, the new talent, <clears throat> like I said, that's why they're start they're start bringing some of the new talent here for them to shine. And of course, we're we're hoping to see a lot more of the original talent pop back on the scene here that hadn't been here for quite some time. And we we we've, we've documented this. I mean, I think the two that we've talked about coming back here pretty soon might be, of course, Rollins and Orton. Uh, hopefully, they'll pop on here and not, and see them interact yeah. with these new folks. That's going to be something. I'm definitely going to have to take a gander at that. And of course, when C- and we talked about this, y'all talked about this too. Yes. When Cena returns, I mean, how is he going to react to a lot? Of, I mean, keep in mind during the U.S. title open challenge, I mean, keep in mind about some of the stars that he gave the opportunities for that. But one of them, of course, who's in on the main roster now is uh, Sami Zayn, for example, Yeah. which I thought that was a sweet match. That was a great, great match. match. That was one of the best ones I have probably seen in, you know, quite a bit, in quite a long time. Yeah. But like I said, I mean, the new talent – needs to be given an opportunity to let, to let them spread their wings, as they say, and give them an opportunity to do a little bit more than what, you know, mm-hmm. than, 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 than what they're asked to do, what have you, because, you know, I mean, I'm sure that's what a lot of these other superstars did in, in their day. Okay. I'm sure... I'm going to say this right now. Quote me on this, and I'm going to say this is maybe is a goofy thing, but I'm going to say it right now. John Cena and AJ Styles will meet at SummerSlam. I have a funny feeling telling me that will happen. And if that happens, that'll be one hell of a match. Yeah. Of course it will. So that, that's the match that we that match, matches. That's what matches we need are matches like that. Yeah. But but you, but you would even admit, though, and I'll say this one right fast, and what we're going to do is do some, do some something interesting in terms of a fantasy thing tonight, and I'll explain it here in just a minute. But, but when you bring up this match, yeah. after you would even agree. Yeah. Now, at SummerSlam, yeah. Or another pay per view, be awesome. Regardless of where, where, wherever, wherever it happens. But let me go ahead and say this point. I'm sure you would agree with this. Mm-hmm. I'm sure that you would agree that that this match cannot be a typical one on one match. It has to have something attached to it. Yep, agreed. It's got, it's got to. I mean, you can't have a simple one on one with big time stars like this. I mean, there's no way they can't contain that. You can't contain that. I mean, keep in mind we we'll put Cena and Styles together, mm-hmm. clashing against one another. Yep. Please, yep. can't do it. You cannot do it unless you name a stipulation like a, <clears throat> I don't know, um, an Iron Man. Yeah. That would be that would be awesome. Mm-hmm. I would mind seeing that. Mm-hmm. Uh. Cage. I mean, there, there's a number of them that you can do. There's yep. a number of them. No DQ or something. I mean, something to that effect. But you can't have a typical wrestling match with guys of this caliber. You can't do it. And especially if you do it at a SummerSlam, if you do it at a paper or another pay per view, or if you do it on TV, which you probably won't do. They'll wait to a pay per view possible. Who knows? Who knows? John is saying that they that uh, he said a couple things here. He says Styles could probably beat Cena with his eyes closed. <laughs> that should happen, John. That's 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 a good thought. Styles clashed. 
<laughs> and if you say this match should probably go for about 30 to 45 minutes, I would agree with that. And they could probably step it up and go maybe a full hour if they decided to do the Iron The Iron Man would be the first one I would do. Yeah, I would. You got to give the Iron Man. You got to give him the Iron Man here at least the first or second go around, at least. Yeah. I mean, you may give it to him. Put that on the docket, period. Yeah. Because that would be a great idea for two superstars of this caliber. Cena, and of course, has been on the has been like I said in WWE since 2002. He's wrestled a lot, some beforehand in, in smaller promotions. Uh, so he's been around there for a while. So AJ Styles. I'm sure pretty much the same story. Um, of course, like I said, was around, was, was a major part, of course, of TNA during its beginning and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. And so, I mean, I mean around, around the same uh, possible, um, you know, uh, same possible reasons here. Uh, but, uh, and John's got something that, that could be interesting one day, but he he thinks it may not happen, is a match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. <laughs> And the same WWE guys and JD John y'all would agree, mm-hmm. anything can happen. Yeah. There you go. <clears throat> we'll take you here just one more time, and then we will do we'll do some we'll do some of the fantasy tonight, and I'll tell you what it is in a minute. One seven two four 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 seventy four forty four. Call ID one three eight zero five five pound. You're listening to episode number one hundred and fifty one of the Mothership Broadcast of the Radio Network WWS Revolution. And, of course, once again, I'm Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw, back on the line here with you. Joining me here tonight is, of course, on the chat box, the human suplex machine, John Gross, the very first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer. <clears throat> and, of course, also from, uh, of course, part of the team that brings you Raw Radio every Monday afternoon at 3. Also on the on the line here with, with us here tonight is, of course, one half of the news, tech, news team known simply as King Ice, the Iceman, J.D., Jared DiGirolamo, of course, a 2015 WWS Hall of Famer, <clears throat> as well as, of course, Paul Raw Radio, in the Outlook, and Wrestling Revisited. I uh, forgot to mention John is the very first 2016 WWS Hall of Famer as well. <clears throat> and John was quoted about what he just said about the Styles-Undertaker match, and he said if it was to happen, AJ can go with Undertaker for about 30 minutes. It's, it's, it's possible. possible. It's very possible, you know, I mean. That could happen. I mean, what if I'm just saying now that this would be a far-fetched idea. What if it would happen next year at WrestleMania? I ain't think it would happen. Yeah, that'd be something. That would be something. Speaking of Undertaker, yeah, and and we've been talking. We, this is one thing we've talked about as well. One quick thing before we do our little fancy thing that I have in store here tonight. Undertaker next year for Hall of Fame. Do we see that happen? Your thoughts here. I think so, yeah, definitely. You think it's all overdue? If he's going to retire next year, I mean, we haven't heard his name pop up since Mania. I think it makes sense, however. If they're going to let him retire, however, unless he comes back at SummerSlam or Survivor Series this year, however, I think he's going to announce his retirement very, very soon. And I think uh, he's going to have that one big last final match, unless it was this year, however, with Shane, however, as we've heard, however, then I think next year, yeah, you put him in. Right. Now let me now let me mention this. I read something right fast. It was the reason why the Undertaker didn't take part in the um, European tour. That I read something about that. That he said that the flights back and forth would be kind of hard on hard on the body, and and of course his body is taking a lot of beatings. Of course. Yeah. Um, so that was one 
reason I believe I, so I, I noticed that's why he didn't partake in the European tour when they were well, over there. That also, it's that part of that is that yeah, but it's also it's, the age has caught up with him, and at the same time he wants to be with family. That's understandable. I mean, he's the captain of the locker room. He always has been the captain for the last several years, huh? But now it's time to take advantage and teach the young guys to take that next step, huh? Work with them. Be a teacher. Be a mentor. You know, teach those right. guys what you can do. However, like a Kevin Owens or a Sami Zayn or, a, like I said, an AJ or, a, a, like, a Dean Ambrose. Let them learn from you. They've watched you perform for many years. Certainly. I would have to agree. I'd have to agree. But So next year, do you think that uh, he he would be the lead, uh, the lead inductee in next year's Hall of Fame? I would say right now he has to be one of the top three. The other two I'm looking at, however, that could be big-time headliners. I mean, one of them could be, I mean, we've talked about this guy many, many, many a time, Owen Hart, and another guy yeah. that could maybe go in, uh, we just recently we mentioned her, is China. China, yes. Yes, Nate, I would agree. Put on the cloud right now. And I can actually throw out some, some names here. Uh, we got 30 minutes, so we got some time for me, for me to do this whole thing, but I'll throw out a few, a few other names, see if you agree with this or not. Right. Uh, uh, British Bulldog. Yes. Rick Rude. Definitely. Okay. Uh, and, of course, I have to name some tag teams. You've got to put some more tag teams in there. Yeah. Uh, you got to say the Steiners. Yeah, eventually if Scott gets his act in order, yeah, I could see that happening, yeah. Okay, okay. What about the Midnight Express? Midnight, yeah, that's a good one. What about, what about this? What about... <clears throat> But we've talked about them many a times. First off, DX. Yeah, definitely, without question. Yep. In what form? I think you do Hunter, X-Pac. Hunter could become another two-time recipient. Road Dog and Billy Gunn. Do you include do you include Sean? I, I think you do. Yeah, even though Sean wasn't there very long in the DX form, yeah. Uh, um, and ladies and gentlemen, uh, and uh, and I'll and I'll ask you to get here in just a few minutes. But JD, uh, uh, forgive me for uh, intruding here. Great, great, great call here on this on this list. Um, I guess I'll have to take this role here for some odd reason. That spider is snuck up over here to me. Even in the what? rain, it's stuck up on you. Hmm. It's not, it, it, no wonder. I, no wonder my pants are wet. I knew the rain was starting to spray. Uh, I didn't know if it was going to spray. Who in the world let her in here? I don't know. She's just stuck I in don't know who let her in here. damn bitch gets in all the time. <laughs> <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, uh, yes, indeed, this is, in, in fact, a Paula Heyman to, of course, our King NWO's Paul Heyman. Uh, the Attitude Duo that makes up Attitude Radio every Saturday night at 9, right on TalkShoot.com. And part of the trio that, of course, known for now for WCBS Wrestling Debate every Wednesday night from 8 to 9, right here on TalkShoot.com. I give you the one and the only. The first 2015 Hall of Famer, I should say, as well. Mm-hmm. The Black Widow, the lovely, lovely Michelle Lynn Dodds. Michelle, welcome to uh, number number 151 of Revolution. Well, howdy, all. <laughs> well, well, it's good to have, get to have you on. We thought you weren't going to make it. Uh, you told us the weather was an issue. Uh, uh, well, yeah. I mean, right now it's pouring down rain. I'm hoping we don't 
get washed away, but the thunder and lightning are away for now, I hope, anyway. Oh, okay. Well I'm glad I'm glad to hear about that. Uh we were just we were just I'm just ready to do a small fantasy thing here in a few minutes, but we were, we were running down, we were J D and I were having a pretty interesting discussion here about uh uh you know <clears throat> you know, after we did our review of Raw, uh we did uh we did some discussions on some certain things. Right now we were talking about potential candidates for next year's Hall of Fame. JD does has predicted that the Undertaker would be one of the top three They'll probably be in line to be inducted next year. Um, we've thrown out some other names. I mean, J.D. has mentioned Owen Hart. Um, of course, I've mentioned the Bulldog. Obviously, that's been talked about for a long time. I said Rick Rude. Rick Rude's another one. Um, John said, I mean, J.D. said the Midnight Express for a tag team, which is not bad. I've also said the Steiners. Um We've also been talking. We just now we're right before you got on. We were talking about DX, about who in who in who in the form of DX would be would be and should be inducted. Um, My ass man. Well, of course, the the outlaws. You got to do Triple H, and you got to include X Pac. Obviously, now let me ask you this. I'll ask Michelle this question, JD, and you can pose on this as well. Sure. Again, you can bring this up again. Okay. That you mentioned, like I said, you mentioned Triple H, you mentioned X Pac, and you mentioned the Outlaws to officially represent DX in the Hall of Fame. Do you, and Michelle asked you this first, do you include Shawn Michaels in that mix? Mm. It did help found it, I, I mean, that's the reason why. I mean,. I mean, I would I would say so because he was a big asset and a big part of it. Uh, you know, I mean, him and Triple H were tag teams, and you know, I would say yes. I think if you disclude him, it's wrong. Right, exactly. I mean, I mean, so keep in mind that how many people they put in as for the horses? They they only put in um, what five, five, five of them. Yeah. I mean, it was, yeah. it was it was it was Arn, it was Tully, it was Barry Windham, it was Ric Flair, and it was James J. Dillon. Yeah. Yep. So why not? I mean, why not do DX and put five people in there? It would be Triple H, Shawn Michaels, The Outlaws, and X Pac. Yep. But now let me ask you this though: with this development here, JD didn't mention, you know, nature they would have to they would have to start reconsidering possibly putting China. In the Hall of Fame, do you do that in the form of putting them, putting her alongside with DX? Mm. I'll ask you this first. Oh gosh, that's a tough question. Uh, you know, yes. I saw some things on China today and everything, and kind of got under my skin a little bit. And I know she had issues going on and all that. Uh, Oh, boy. Uh, I don't want to say the wrong thing, but I would say no. You would say no. J.D., your take on that? Uh, I still think, however, when it's all said and done, however, I mean, yeah, we know about her demons and whatnot, but maybe they can just brush by it, however, in more ways than one, however, and just try to not really harp on it all that much, however, and put her in. Okay. If they're going to brush off the shit with her, then they need to induct Kristen Walk. Yeah. Yes, they do. Brian Pillman, even. 
Brian, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Pillman's another one, yes. Yes, but here's the thing, though. Keep in mind, guys, I'm sure y'all have read the ever since the word got out that China passed away. Yeah. I'm sure y'all heard that one thing was said in one of the things that she was credited for yeah. was she was a founding member of DX. It said that. Yeah. It said that. So that's why I posed that question. Yeah. Would you include her in a Hall of Fame induction? For no, DX? and I don't include her as a founder of DX either. Well, I'm just. No, I know, I'm, but I'm just. I'm, that's my opinion. Well, I, I don't. I don't course. include her as a founder. Okay. Well, that's good. That's that's, that's a great opinion. Excellent speaking opinion. Of, speaking of China, let me ask you this, Michelle and Chad. I talked about this earlier tonight before you came on. What was your take about the China tribute last night on Raw and how they handled it? And overall, what do you think of the show? Uh, I wish I could answer that for you. Uh, I have not seen Raw from last night. Uh, we had, well, we had guests over, well, we had wrestling team over last night. Um, Uh (laughs) Wow, wow. Yeah, so I had a flipping house full of hyper-ass kids and coaches and all kinds of shit. But (laughs) I I did see it online, um, and I know that they did the, the flash of it in the beginning, and I was like, if that's all they're going to do, that's screwed up because, you know, she was ninth wonder of the world. She did put her time in. Mm-hmm. She was a great woman athlete for wrestling. Yes. Uh, but then they did do the tribute part, which I thought was okay, but I thought that they could have done a little bit more. That's what I honestly. Said. They could have gone in. Yeah, that's what we said. Stand up and we were talking about that, yeah. They didn't do that. Did we keep mind they've done that recently with – of course, with Piper, and they did it recently with the Ultimate Warrior. Dusty. Uh, Dusty Rhodes, yes. Why they wouldn't do it with China, I don't know. But, I mean, but keep in mind, while I was telling, and Michelle, well, J.D. and I was talking about earlier, that the fact that in, in um, what they showed, the number of pieces of respect that came from superstars who worked alongside her and then, that it was great. Don't get me wrong, friend or foe, they sent out their respect to her and condolences to the family over her passing. But one thing they also, one thing was also shown on there was the fact that the newer talent was one was even more appreciative to yeah. what she brought to the table and all that. Because without her, they wouldn't be there to begin with. And so, I mean, what I thought, what, what I thought there was great. I mean. Keep in mind about when they did this tribute. I mean, you, everyone saw the tweets. Like I mentioned before, JD, The Rock, Stone Cold, Tri- I mean, Triple H and Stephanie, which actually those two really surprised me, to be honest with you. Um, Sean, let me see. Who, 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 Shane O'Mac. Shane O'Mac, right. Shane O'Mac, Shane O'Mac, yeah. Austin. Yeah. yeah, I said Rock, Austin. <clears throat> uh, I said Triple H and Steph. Austin, uh, uh, Natalia. I said the newer tie, that's some of the newer tie, for example. I mean, they said it best that without China's involvement, I mean, women's wrestling wouldn't be where it's at now. Yeah. I mean, right. they gave me those, I mean, at least those were some great words. Those were some of the best words I heard. But the only, and I'm, and I'm glad the good part about this is, guys, and I forgot to bring this up earlier, and I'm sure y'all would agree with this. The good part about this is they acknowledged 
the fact that they, they acknowledge the fact that yes, she passed away, and she did make some sort of contribution to the WWE. But JD, like you said earlier, and I, I still got this hanging in my head, and this is a good call here, JD, that the fact is they didn't do it big enough. They didn't make it bigger. Yep. It was not as bigger. Well, yeah, because I'm sorry. But it was it wasn't done in a, in a better fashion. That's what I'm trying to say, because it wasn't <clears throat> because I'm sure that's probably stemming from like I said. I don't know if it's from the <clears throat> from her past or not, and I'm sure that that may have been factored in in some respects. But still, you can't take away what she contributed. Right. Also, for me, I mean, uh, you know. She showed that women can be in wrestling, and they can kick ass, and they can do what the men do. And you know, uh, and how many? I mean, she she was a badass in her own. You know, she was a great athlete. She was in great shape. Uh, you know, yes. I mean, after whatever happened to her, and you know, she just went downhill, and she started looking like shit. But when she was in wrestling, I mean, like. You know, of course, everybody's like thinks she, thought she was a dude, but um, you know, she you know she really paved the way for some of these women to show up. You know, Natalia. You know, I mean, although Natty was in there before her, but still, she showed them. You know, this is what you you know this is what you can do. You can do what they what these guys do. And what um, you do also, how many people can say female wise? No pun intended. However, competed in a Royal Rumble yet also won a belt. Like a big belt, like the icy belt that's, that's been only dominated by males. A female actually wanted. No one can say that that they've ever done that. She paved that way, and that's something yep. you can take that for historical purposes. And that's a good thing. Certainly, <clears throat> absolutely, and like I said, at least like I said, you have true blue wrestling fans like us who who are all who have said. I've said this many many times that you know WWE, TNA, and all that may not acknowledge a lot of these superstars passing away that quickly. But like I said, at least, you know, like shows like uh, like ours and these re- these wrestling site, little wrestling sites that pop up where we get like some of this news from and all that, you know, at least they acknowledge it. And, you know, as long as that's the case, then, you know, then we will, then they said they're, they're never gone as far as I'm really concerned. Um, just a quick update here, guys. As I mentioned before, the H the, in the Heaven Wrestling Federation page, the Heaven Wrestling Federation Hardcore Title Fatal Four Way Match is officially set. Um, we now have all four combatants that we need for that, and I will mention that here to you again one more time. The match, and I actually did make it official on the page here the other day, but I'll say it on the air. It, the Hardcore Championship will be decided at Fatal Four Way. It will include. The Macho Man Randy Savage, Brian Pillman, Balls Mahoney, and the Ultimate Warrior. Ooh. Yes. Yes. That's going to be a great contest. I have a thought about including this, and this next one I'm going to mention in something here on the Heaven Wrestling Federation page here soon, but I'll let everybody know here shortly. But anyway. The other one I want to talk about here is the HWF, what I refer to as the Angels Championship. Of course, that is, the, for, that is for the women in wrestling that we have lost. Okay, uh, 
Uh, of course, that's also made that a fatal four-way match as well. We have two officially locked in in that match so far. So we got half that match already ready to go. And I will go ahead and I'm proud to say that one of them in this match is China. And the other one, believe it or not, and y'all might find this kind of interesting, the fabulous Moolah. <laughs> so she is, so, so both so far China and Moolah are involved in this federal four-way match for the Angels title. Uh, so far we've got Sensational Sherry not too far behind with two votes. And we've got Miss Elizabeth actually up with one vote right now as well. Um, and so the other combatants I will let you know is um, Bertha Faye, Luna Vachon, Mae Young, Woman, where they want to know who, who Woman is, was, and also Luna, Luna Vachon's aunt, Vivian Vachon. So I didn't know a whole lot of female wrestlers that passed away, but I did recall that one, so. Uh, so I figured, you know, why not make it a little bit of a twist? So, but uh, so far, like I said, China and Mu are involved, or will be involved in that match for the Federal Four Way match for the Angels title. So um, we'll, we'll wait and see who else will get into the mix. And like I said, Sherry and Elizabeth have, are not too far off, and we have five more behind them that uh, we need to go ahead and get that going as well. Uh, <clears throat> in the meantime, here, guys, while we have a few minutes here. Michelle, one thing that, uh, and J.D. can back, back me up on this, that J.D. and Gerard and I, one thing we did last week was that we actually did what J.D. came up with with the, with the uh, bracket um, set up. But what we did was, instead of doing, like, putting superstars in there, we actually put actual ma- matches that actually happened. Against one another. To see who would, in the way, like I said, for us to go through and, you know, give our thoughts and opinions here on uh, which one was a better match and that match would move on in. You, you know, like, you know how the bracket concept works. But uh, I figured we'd give that one more shot because it actually was successful last time, which actually, believe it or not, the winner of that was, if I'm not mistaken, the Hell in a Cell match from King of the Ring 1998 between yeah. Undertaker and Mankind. Like, yeah. So, yeah, that was, yeah. But that was, we had some good ones on there. So, what I'll do is we'll do, uh, we'll, we'll do a short bracket here tonight here, guys. I know we'll have some things to talk about with, and what we'll do is we'll do four matches, two, two matches, well, and I'll put four, and I'll put like four to start off with. All right. And, yeah, everyone gets their thoughts and opinions about each one and which one was the better match in their opinion. <clears throat> Be myself, Michelle, JD, and John voting, of course, on this. So, okay, here we go. Here was the very first one. <clears throat> I'm going to list, let me see, and, this is, and it could be from a pay-per-view, it could be from a Raw or a SmackDown or what have you, right. but, uh, but let, me give your, let me give your thoughts and opinions here. Okay, the first one I have... Is the is a tag team title match from the fourth of July of two thousand two, right. pitting Billy and Chuck versus Hulk Hogan and Edge, right. and that match will take on. Give me a second here. Give me a second. <clears throat> 
Aha. Okay, I got it. And all I know is the year. I don't know the exact date, but I will go ahead and, I will go ahead and say to say this. And I'm, you would have, y'all have an idea as to probably when this happened. Okay. M- Monday Nitro, 1998. Yep. Goldberg versus Hogan for the title, WCW title. Mikael, I will start with you. Your thoughts about which which one was the better match in your opinion? Uh, two good picks you got here early. Um, I lost it, Michelle. Oh, sorry. Michelle, you still there, dear? I have her on the line, but uh, she might have to step away for a minute. J.D., uh, while we wait on Michelle, go ahead and give your thoughts on this, please. Two good ones here, but you know what, Howard? 40,000 people at the Georgia Dome taking Goldberg and Hogan. Okay, so you're taking the, you're taking the Goldberg versus Hogan for the belt there, okay. Uh, John, your thoughts here? Uh Hogan and Edge versus Billy and Chuck for the tag titles on the 4th of July 2002 on SmackDown versus uh, Nitro 1998, Goldberg versus Hogan for the WCW title. And you also say Hogan versus Goldberg. Uh, Michelle, are you back on, my dear? Okay, well, we'll continue to wait for the Black Widow's return. Uh, I'll go ahead and definitely say... uh, You know what? I gotta also say Goldberg and Hogan as well. Um, it's still two great matches here. Um, uh, Michelle, are you are you still with us? Okay, we're still, ladies and gentlemen, we're still showing the Black Widow on the call here with us tonight. But uh, she did report that there was a major storm around her area, so maybe somehow that's that's possibly gotten it affected. Uh, so, um, but we still do have her on the line. She may, her, she may have had to step away for just a moment. Um, and, uh, okay, okay, uh, uh, yeah, JD, JD's back on the line. He had to step away for a minute, but he's back on. Um, and, uh, and we're we're still like to continue to wait for the Black Widow, Michelle Lynn Dodds. Um, I don't know if, if she's had some other problems, technical problems, or because we still have her listed as being on the call here with us tonight. Um, but of course, she did say that there was some storms earlier. Maybe they have returned somewhere in some capacity. We're not sure about that. Um, but hopefully, we can get some. Uh, we can get some. Uh, we can get. We can get some clarification. Hopefully, like I said, that nothing, nothing else has happened. And we will come back to, and get Michelle's thoughts and opinions on on this on this encounter here. But for the most part, JD, me, you, and John have all said Hogan versus Goldberg. All right. So we'll just go ahead and for now and say that say that one. We'll we'll make it on. Uh, and the next one that we have here is next encounter will be. I got a good one. Mm. I got a real good one. Oh, you got it. Okay, well, JD, if you got a good one, please go ahead, and I'll let you take the second one here. Go ahead, please. All right, let's go to Starcade '83, the dog Ooh. collar match, Piper and Valentine. <laughs> oh, gee. Versus Money in the Bank. Cena and CM Punk in Chicago. 
Oh Lord, have mercy! Money in the bank. What year was what year was this money in the bank? 2011. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, the match that JD has made is pitting the dog collar match between the late Roddy Roddy Piper and Great the Hammer Valentine, <clears throat> the dog collar match from Starcade 1983, versus match from Money in the Bank 2011 pitting John Cena versus CM Punk. Now, was it was this a title match? JD, yeah, this the was match in Chicago. Yeah, this was in Chicago. Chicago. John is already seeing Cena and Punk. Uh, JD, your thoughts here on uh, your match, please. Two great matches, but I'm going to go with the dog collar match and say old school Piper and Valentine. Oh, so so far, ladies and gentlemen, we are we are kind of deadlocked here. Uh, uh, John, of course, going with the Money in the Bank match, and JD going with the um, Starcade '83 match. Uh, Michelle, have you returned? Michelle. Okay, we must have probably has she must have probably something must have probably happened. Uh but we still have her listed as being on the line. Um but uh but she, unless she had to step away for just a minute and uh but hopefully she'll be back on before the end of the show. Um oh gosh. Like you said, JT, two great ones here. Uh I gotta give it to the dog car match here. I gotta say Star Kid eighty three. So and so we move on into the next next point of it, and this actually will be the final. This actually will be the small finals right here, as Hogan and Goldberg from Nitro '98 will take on <clears throat> Piper and Valentine Dog Collar Match from Star Kid '83. Uh, John, your thoughts here on who would, who would win this small tournament of matches? And JD, while he's doing that, your thoughts on this encounter? I'm staying old school again. I'm going to take the dog collar match. Okay, and you're staying with the dog. You're staying with your your pick here earlier, Starcade '83. Okay, uh, the final encounter, John, is Starcade '83, Piper versus Valentine, the dog collar match, versus the match from Nitro '98 for the WWE title between Hogan and Goldberg. Your thoughts here? And while he does that, I'll go ahead and. Mentioned. I'll, I'll go ahead and give my thoughts here. Uh, great encounters. Um, Starcade '83, of course, had a ton more brutality, I think, than the Nitro match did. I mean, Nitro match was tough as well. Don't get me wrong. Um, uh, And John did say Hogan versus Goldberg in this, but I got to give it to I got to give JD picked a very great one here tonight, ladies and gentlemen. But definitely got to say the dog collar match from Starcade 1983 between the late Roddy Roddy Piper and Greg the Hammer Valentine. So we can put that on the list of uh, we can put that we have a small list of matches that has won this match tournament that we have done so far. I guess we can safely we can safely uh, Kind of put a small asterisk beside it because we'll say it was a very short tournament. Uh, but we can put that on that list. Underneath the match, I said between Undertaker and Mankind from uh, <clears throat> from uh, King of the Ring in 1998. Uh, John didn't want to make one quick announcement, too, in, in talking about last night's Monday Night Raw. He said Raw was number one on cable for the night in viewership, but in the 18 to 49 age demographic, it was number four. Okay. Yeah. 
and, and of course, like I said, J.D. told us earlier, it was a 2.2 rating. Um, but uh, nonetheless, um, uh, WWE is, I think, I think the, the thing that's coming back to them as well as one thing I didn't mention this earlier was the fact that they're going to have to once again at some point down the road start to compete once again with sports coming on Monday evening, Monday night. And you know that might hurt them a little bitty bit. I'm not sure. Yeah. Monday night football is probably one thing that might probably take it out of them the most. Yeah. But for the most part here, I mean, they're going to have to really try to step up their game a little bit more. And yeah, especially with the NBA playoffs and the finals, and of course the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and final. So I mean, they're going to really have to find a way to have to step up. Oh, certainly, absolutely. I would have to agree. Uh, Michelle, have you made it back on the deer? Okay, she must have probably had some technical difficulties. You know, we have we still have her listed on the line as being here on the show. Um, so, um, just in case if something does happen, if she does, if it does clear within the next couple of minutes uh, before we go, uh, we will we will we will mention that here. Uh, in the meantime, I will mention this one more time before we, before we close out the show. 1724-444-7444, call ID 138055-POUND. You're listening to episode number 151 of the Mothership Broadcast of the Radio Network, WWS Revolution. I'm, I'm of course, Mr. WWS, Chad Hinshaw, I'm back on the line here with you. <clears throat> and uh, the first 2016 Hall of Famer, the Machine, John Gross. Uh, John, we thank you tonight for providing us with the rest in uh, history and birthdays, and he's getting ready to leave here for the evening. So, John, take care, bud, and we'll talk about you here tomorrow night on number 152. So, thank you, bud. Take care. Uh, do want to thank him for being on, and no final wrestling thoughts from him. I thank John. Thank you very much, there, sir. Uh, <clears throat> and uh, also, definitely one thing, like I said, the Iceman JD Jared DiGirolamo. Of course, tonight. Uh, uh, you know, stepping up here. Hopefully, we hopefully nothing was happening, was going on with King and W.O. Gerard T. Smith. We're hoping everything was okay. Um, <clears throat> but uh, we want to send our well wishes to him, just in case if there is something that something wrong. Uh, J.D. really stepped it up here tonight. J.D., I do appreciate that, bud, for 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 doing so. Uh, any final wrestling thoughts, J.D., before we leave the air tonight? Not much wrestling thoughts, Tara. I mean, we've just been, uh, I mean, obviously the NFL draft in a few days, of course, we talked about in one of the football-related topic. how we keep hearing that apparently we hear that maybe a big franchise could be on their way to Las Vegas. We don't know really yet, know if that's been confirmed yet, but anything's possible. Yes, it is. Yeah, I heard that. I saw that story earlier, too, and um, that would be something that was to happen. Uh, but on that note, uh, <clears throat> thank you very much, sir, J.D., um, of course, uh, be sure, like I said, ladies and gentlemen, join us here tomorrow night for episode number 152 of the Radio Network, where, of course, we'll have more wrestling news and views. Hopefully, we'll have both uh, King NWO, Gerard T. Smith, and the Iceman, Jared D. Drama. Also, tomorrow night, uh, an hour before Revolution, we're, we're hoping to have, of course, another episode of WWS Wrestling Debate, and we'll keep everyone informed on that as well. Uh, <clears throat> Don't forget here, of course, like I said, uh, we have an, uh, episode number 44 of Wolfpack coming up on Thursday. And then episode number 153 of Revolution will take place Friday night, of course, with the same routine, arrest news and views, birthdays and history, and, of course, also possible fantasy matchups. Hopefully, maybe another title match 
in Revolution Reborn. We haven't been able to make a determination on that yet. Um, also, don't forget, on Sunday, uh, our, our prediction show for WWE Payback 2016 will take place <clears throat> as, uh, as of course, we'll give our thoughts and opinions on WWE Payback um, before the show happens. Also, definitely want to thank the Black Widow, Love, Love, Michelle Lynn Doss for popping on here tonight. Um, apparently, she is still listening here on, on the call here with us. Uh, I will try one more time. Michelle, are you are you are you back? Okay, seven must have really happened. Probably, probably I'm sure the storm may have probably returned, and somehow it's interfering with her. It's interfering with her communication. So we'll we, we'll definitely keep our our thoughts and prayers on her neck of the woods. Hopefully, you know that they don't uh, we don't lose it. We we. Um, We'll definitely check on them. Hopefully, she'll be back with us tomorrow night here on number 152 of Revolution. <clears throat> but, of course, listen to all of our shows here in the radio network here, folks, by going to the WWS Radio Archives page, facebook.com, forward slash groups, forward slash WWS Radio History. And also, keep in mind here, uh, ladies and gentlemen, of course, as we, as we, J.D., did start mentioning this once again on Raw Radio yesterday, but I will mention it again, that not this coming Friday, but next Friday, Number 150, episode number 156 <clears throat> will be our, our one-year anniversary show of the WWS Radio Network. Uh, of course, one year ago is when I got to start with the very first episode of Revolution. As I mentioned before, it mainly just talked about what WWS was all about in terms of the groups on Facebook. But it has started to grow a little bit more into nothing more than, like I said, a uh, Nothing but big-time wrestling discussions on everything wrestling from the past and from the present. Our thoughts on the on Monday Night Raw, on Raw's, SmackDown's, pay-per-views, on um, wrestling of the past, uh, what may happen in the future. Um, you know, we talk about the Wrestling Profile Series, Wrestling Revisited, uh, the fantasy matchups. Uh, I mean, like I said, of course, also has grown to several other shows, including, like we've mentioned, NWO Wolfpack, <clears throat> Raw Radio, Attitude Radio, uh, of course, uh, Wrestling Revisited, Wrestling Debate, Indie Outlook. Uh, of course, we have a couple, uh, we have some more shows coming up on the horizon, including, uh, look, uh, we'll just say, a look of uh, pro wrestling from the female perspective, and that's all I'll say about that for the time being. Although we get that going here sometime, possibly during the summer, but uh, we'll keep everyone informed about that. So let's be sure to listen. Like I said, our first anniversary number episode be episode number one hundred fifty six of Revolution next next Friday, May the sixth, from nine to eleven p.m. And everyone will come. We will hopefully be on to give their thoughts and opinions about you know a lot we, that we that we have all talked about here on the shows, not just Revolution, but on all of them over the past, like I said, over the past year. Uh, and what we have grown to become here thus far. So be sure to join us for that as well. On that note, ladies and gentlemen, uh, for the Iceman, J.D., J.R.B. Geralmo, the Human Supposed Machine, John Gross, and the Black Widow, the Love, Ellen, Michelle, Lynn Dodds, this is Mr. WWS Chad Hinshaw for the WWS Radio Network, where it's for wrestling fans, by wrestling fans. And, of course, we are always and will continue to be, <clears throat> even one year older, your wrestling connection. Folks, take care. See you. See you in the ring, and uh, we'll talk to you tomorrow night on the Wednesday edition of Revolution. 
See you in the ring. And as always, you're in the radio network. God bless. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere And each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW group. Void or prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.